0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the show that never ends. This is Sports Society. Today, Russell Westbrook joins the Clippers. New Mexico State, huge basketball scandal in the XFL is back, but we start today with the biggest headline, Alabama basketball. Brandon Miller, freshman of the year, fantastic uh, freshman phenom for Alabama. Ends up actually handing Darius Miles, who, if you have been checking the headlines, recently arrested and, you know, on trial, I think, I don't know how long, how far along the trial is, being charged with capital murder, okay, killed a 23-year-old mother, horrific, terrible story, but... This doesn't bode well for Alabama basketball to begin with, but to hear that their freshman phenom Brandon Miller handed who was it? Darius Miles handed Darius Miles the murder weapon. Whether he knew the weapon was going to be used for murder or not is is not clear. And it's for that reason that Miller is not being charged criminally for this. This is you know, this is something that can't fly, man. And, and and the reaction to this is something that I have a bigger problem with than 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 the story to begin with. Because yes, it's a horrific story. Darius Miles deserves to rot behind the bars wherever he wherever he is. Okay, Brendan Miller, whatever his involvement is, he's passing guns out. He's pa- I mean, this is not this is not an ice cream truck. He's not passing out ice cream. He's, he's throwing out guns and. Whether you don't know what the guns are going to be used for or not, this looks bad for him. And he's, he was going to go, you know, he's going to be probably still a top pick because pro sports are, are cruel. But this does not bode well for Brandon Miller. It doesn't bode well for Alabama basketball. And I, I want to get into specifically what, what Alabama coach Nate Oates said. Okay, I, I want you guys to hear what this ass clown said. This was his statement directly after all the news came out. Nado says this, quote, and I quote, We knew about that. Can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he any trouble in this case. Just in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so everything's fine because he's just giving other people guns. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, coach. You can't control what they do off the court, right? Right, Coach? Yeah, this, this does not look good at all for Alabama basketball, at all, at all. And, and there, was, there was clowns on Twitter. I went deep into Twitter. There were clowns on Twitter that were defending Brandon Miller, and they were, they were saying, oh, well, you don't know. I mean, there, there's no evidence. Dude, like how dumb, how stupid do you have to be? That, can you imagine if, if Brandon Miller was the one who killed somebody and, and Miles was the one who passed him the gun? And Miller was was the one it was still a freshman phenom, but he's the one that shot somebody. Okay? all Alabama fans would be trying to take Miles down instead of Miller. Okay? It would be a completely different narrative. But the fact that it's 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 Brandon Miller, one of the top players, premier upper echelon players in the entire country, he gets to skate by, okay? Because Alabama's the number two seed and they're the best team in the SEC right now. Um and another player, Jaden Bradley, was also at the scene of the murder. He was also at the scene of the murder. There's three separate players involved in this in this case, and nothing is happening from Alabama basketball. No suspensions, um, no investigations from them. There's nothing, okay. And I think this looks horrible for the SEC. It, it 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 drags the SEC through the dirt. The rest of the SEC. I mean, I I saw people coming at the SEC in general, and saying, oh, it just means more, but what the fuck happened here? And, you know, they're right. They're right. But it's Alabama. It's not the SEC. We don't have guys on Mizzou murdering fucking people and passing out guns, you know, to my, I guess, to my knowledge. You don't know everybody, but it's just a horrendous story. Horrendous story. We move on. Mizzou won over Mississippi State yesterday. By the time this posts, it'll be two days ago. I was at the game. They gave us some sweet hats, some sweet Mizzou hats. I'll probably have it on once I have Joey on. I'm gonna have Joey on for the NBA segment. Nick Honor hits a really tough contested step back jumper, three pointer, to to really put the game in the bag. Um, it was a tied game, I think, and and Nick Honor ends up hitting that shot. Now what I want to I want to point out is Kobe Brown missed a point-blank layup, point-blank layup, as regulation ended. I have a live reaction to it because I was at the game. They passed out these bucket hats. They were sweet. I think I just said that. Either way, the video is hilarious because you see me. We find Kobe under the basket wide open, and my face lights up. I go like this, and then I see that he's missed it, and time has expired, and I go, just like that. We'll roll the clip, obviously. We will will roll the clip, but... Fifty-seven fifty-seven. Two seconds left. Here's my reaction.
1: Here's my reaction. <gasps> That's the end of regulation.
0: Just uh insane development and, and for us to pull it out in the in the very end was a really awesome game. I was there till till the opening of the of the gates because I wanted to get the hat so badly that they were giving out some sort of bucket hat with a Mizzou padding under with an M uh with the claw on it. So it was awesome. That part was awesome. We're gonna move on. Joe Lenardi has mizzou as a 10 seed right now in the Tournament, that's fucking pitiful. Joe and Artie, you know better. That win that we just had should move us up a tad, maybe to a 9. Maybe we should be an 8, 8 or 9, but oh well. Recent struggle of the Blue Buds. So, Blue Bloods. I won't say recent because Kentucky's starting to play well. Some of the other Blue Buds are starting, like, Duke is starting to play all right. They look like a manageable team. But these Blue Buds, Bloods, I, I keep fucking it up. Oh my god. These Blue Bloods this year. Kentucky, UNC, Duke, Villanova looks okay. I mean, some some of these like teams that you would expect to be really, really good. Um, by the way, I just said um again. Shit. But all of these teams that you expect to be really good aren't really good. And Mizzou obviously beat Kentucky. So that was just fantastic, just fantastic. So the next story I'm going to get into is the New Mexico State case this case is a mess this this I'm just going to kind of go around it because there was some stuff that I can't say on this podcast that that happened here's the summary so first year head coach Greg Hare is fired after allegations of hazing bullying sexual assault and gun violence inside the organization inside the program so the team has canceled the remaining of their uh, season it doesn't matter the team was not good at all. I had a losing record to begin with. <sighs> so one of the first allegations that the unnamed person hasn't revealed his name um, or press charges. Basically, four players on the team stripped them down. It spanked. It, it's spanked. It's bad stuff, bad allegations. Other stuff that I won't get into. Another thing that happened within the program, shooting death of Brandon Travis... Who was a who was actually a student at the time at New Mexico State by the hands of junior forward Mike Peak. Uh, Mike Peak was, I guess, a forward on the team. Travis and two women were lured into a vulnerable place and jumped by Mike Peak and others with baseball bats, prompting a shootout. Travis shot Peak in the exchange, and Peak killed Travis with his gunshots and so because peak was shot himself he was later released from the hospital and was deemed self-defense so it was there was nothing there so another thing with Greg Gare something that or Greg Hare, something that happened with him I don't know how to say his name it doesn't matter because he's a dirtball is the police were trying to ask questions after this happened uh, for all the guys that were there They were trying to question them to see what what exactly happened that day. And their head coach ordered all the players to come back to New Mexico's campus. I guess they were off campus somewhere. Ordered them to come back to campus. So the players actually didn't comply with police searches and just did their own thing. Nobody nobody is criminally charged yet. And um, nothing charged for the sexual offenders as well in the previous case that we were talking about with the hazing. So crazy stuff in New Mexico. Uh, state basketball the the whole season's canceled now I'm going to go through to the XFL now we'll move to the XFL very very exciting I'm very excited for this and we'll go through this and then we'll have Joey on for all the NBA stuff because we do have a lot to get into with the NBA so the XFL is back after a few years of hiatus and headed by Dwayne the Rock Johnson and it looks awesome I think there's eight teams which I'm fine with I'm fine with that it's it's great and Football's now extended. We can see players that like maybe were exciting in, in the NFL but didn't work out. A.J. McCarron, quarterback of my St. Louis Battle Hawks, uh, looked not very good at the beginning of their game but ended up to really become the reason that we won the game at the end. And I love the rules with the one, two, and three-pointers, uh, the extra point rule. And the kickoffs are great. The uniforms are great. I think this this league is going to do really well because I do think there's still some appetite for football after the NFL season. Diehard football fans like myself are are going to watch these games, and I, I'm I'm completely backing the Battle Hawks. I love that that the St. Louis that St. Louis has a team, a football team that we can get behind, even though it's in the XFL. So we were down. We were down fifteen to three. We ended up scoring twice. We get we went for a three point conversion, which you can do in the XFL, and and got within one score. And then we were able to able to take it as uh, McCarron went down the field and and threw a couple of great passes. And uh, yeah, the BattleHawks looked really well, uh, really good. So awesome for the XFL guys. That was just a brief run through of some of the stuff that's been going on as. College basketball progresses. We'll get into more of the bracketology, but those are the main stories for now. We will uh, send it over to me and Joey on the NBA news. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the next segment of Sports Society. This should be posting maybe not noon on Thursday, but just a tad later. We're bringing in Joey Reichmuth right now. Joey's joining us from a study room with a couple of other guys here he comes what's up
1: man what's up bro
0: can you hear me well
1: yep i can hear you well can you hear me
0: yeah yeah i can hear you joey's a first time participant of the show joey explain your affiliation with me and who you are
1: yeah i met andrew faust in eighth grade playing basketball you know we played basketball for probably three years or so you know came back played senior year with him um we used to play Xbox a lot together, you know, played Siege, Rocket League Fortnite all the time during quarantine, you know. So I felt like we became like pretty good friends, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah. Um and and who are you, Joey? Where where do you go to college? What are you what are you doing?
1: I'm uh, play baseball at East Central College in Union, Missouri, of course, you know. The best school out there, you know. Um, but yeah, just having some fun right now, you know.
0: I got you. Awesome, man. So now that we have you kind of familiarized, fuck, um, we're going to go straight into the NBA. And I want to hear your opinions on the development of Russell Westbrook to the Clippers. Do you think that this will help them out or do you think it will hurt them?
1: Honestly, dude, like Clippers, good team, right? You know, Russell Westbrook, good player in my opinion. You know, I mean, I think he's been like underappreciated, you know, like, he's not the player he once was, but he's he's still a 20-point-per-game player, you know? Yeah. He, he's very capable of that still, you know? I mean, I think the pressure in L.A. for the Lakers, at least, was going to be a lot – Is was a lot for him, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's – also, you have to think about this. He's never been the third option on a team. He's always been the one or the two guy, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, put him along PG and Kawhi – and like Kawhi is not the same guy he once was, but he's still a good player, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Russell Westbrook can he can honestly come back, you know. But
0: I think it might work out, and the reason being because Paul George is not that ball dominant, and yeah. Russell Westbrook is ball dominant in that way, and Kawhi obviously isn't. So I think Russell Westbrook will have I think they'll give him the ball, and he'll have a lot of weapons to work with, and so I think it might work yeah. out there in L.A. And I think that Russell is going to, you know, come for vengeance whenever they play the Lakers because uh, he deserves that. He deserves that because he wasn't really treated the best on the Lakers. The media kind of slandered him and all that. And Yeah, I I think it'll work out. I don't know.
1: It's it's a pretty interesting move by him, but he moves to a contender. We also have to think about, like, I feel like it's going to be different now. You know what I'm saying? AD was in the pain a lot. He was playing the five, you know? Yeah. I think with Zubac there, you know, he's not as big of a role. Like, don't get me wrong, Zubac is a good player, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like Russell Westbrook will be able to drive more and do like his type of basketball. Like, he's not a shooter, you know what I'm no, saying? But no. like, like, I mean, I just think thirty percent three
0: point wrong. shooter, thirty yeah. percent three point shooter, and forty percent from the field is not is not good for him. Um, so a, yeah, I agree yeah. with that completely. Yeah. Um. So we can move to the Bulls some interesting things coming out of Chicago. Lonzo balls out for good with knee pain uh, yeah. even post surgery. So that's not good news for them and Patrick Beverly has just joined the Bulls. Do you think yeah. this helps them at all? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, name one time Pat Bev has ever been like a good addition to a team. Like you know what I'm saying? He's Silver a Wolves. good person. He's a good personality kind of a guy, you know what I'm saying? But like He's not that effective. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers, like, they got him, right? You Mm -hmm. know, he didn't change anything. You know what I'm saying? I don't think this is going to change it. The Bulls are having a midseason right now. They're not going to – it's not going to change, you know?
0: The Bulls have a a little bit of talent. The issue with them is they can't bring it all together at the Mm -hmm. right time, and so they struggle to really get in, in a zone. And Lonzo Ball going out, Lonzo Ball would be one of their best three players. So, yeah. I think you need Lonzo Ball if you're going to succeed. So it's like short-term, I guess it's all right. But I guess he he goes mm-hmm. back to, I guess, he he grew up there maybe in Chicago. So it's like his hometown. That will make him play because yeah. he's Patrick Beverly. So, yeah, I mean, just a little story out of, out of the Bulls. I want to move to Kevin Durant. Okay. Uh-huh. Kevin Durant went to Phoenix recently. We've already covered that here in the show. But he hasn't played since January 8th. Do you think he'll be good for the playoffs? He's expected to come back tomorrow. Um, I want to. I want to hear what you think about that.
1: Um, dude, if you know me, you know I don't like Kevin Durant. There's <laughs> there's three there's three players on this planet that I just hate. Well, I, like just I just don't like them. It's like it's James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid. Okay. and uh, <laughs> sorry for that disruption there, but. Uh, dude, of course, Kevin Durant is going to make such an impact on that team. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Him with Chris Paul, hey, dude, and Devin Booker. I hate Devin Booker as well. So, like, I mean... Aiden, too. Good yeah. Game. Dude, let Aiden cook a little bit, man. He gets hated too much, too. But, like, dude, he the does. Suns... I hate the Suns, man. Aiden like, is the ass, bro. To, they just need to, like... I hope they lose, honestly. I hate the Suns, but like, I hate the Grizzlies. I hate both of them. Yeah. Dude, the Suns have probably been, like, fraud team for the past like three years I don't care that they made it to the finals dude yeah you know and when did Devin Booker become so hard all of a sudden man yeah he's once Chris Paul showed up Devin Booker is so soft oh my don't get me started about Devin
0: Booker either I hate Devin Booker so much um I hate Devin Booker and Dylan Brooks those are probably my two least favorite players in the league right now but yeah my my hate for both of those teams are well documented on this show uh, I've gone into long rants and tangents on that. So, yeah, I think Kevin Durant could come back a little rusty. But by the time they get to the playoffs, I think they're going to be firing on all cylinders. And I think the Phoenix Suns are going to be a force to reckon with in, in the playoffs. And I think Phoenix could get its first ring. CP0 rings could become CP1 ring. No. But Joey, I... Joey, Joey thinks his Celtics can have something to say about it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Joey, how that. you
0: feeling? By the way, Joey, big, big Celtics fan. Joey, explain your affiliation with the Celtics, please.
1: You know, back in the day, you know, I like Kyrie Irving a lot, you know. But I did like Isaiah Thomas, you know, while he was there. And then just so happens that Jason Tatum ends up getting drafted by the Celtics. St. Louis right? boy.
0: St. Louis boy, Jason Tatum. Such
1: a dog, man. He's such a dog. It's so fun to watch him. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Derek White, you know, all the boys, you know.
0: So you would say ultimately a reason for being a Celtics fan is Jason Tatum?
1: I would say so, yeah. I mean, I remember back, like, it was probably seventh grade or so. I uh, I was at Dick's Sporting Goods, actually, you know. And I was like, I didn't really have a team yet, you know. And I saw the green Celtics shirt, and I'm like, I think I'm going to rock with that, you know? I got you. Yeah. How since
0: you've purchased a Zion Williamson
1: hoodie? Can you explain that? Do you just enjoy watching him as a player? Yeah, he's fun to watch, dude. If he wasn't hurt all the time, man, I mean, he'd probably be a top 5'10 player in the NBA. He's so talented, man. Yeah, he's
0: very talented. Joey, do you by chance have your phone on you? I do right now. Can you go on Instagram and show show the faithful your DMs? Can you show your DMs with Jason Tatum please? Cuz it's it's one of the most sickening things that I've ever seen is Joey's messages with with Jason Tatum.
1: Here we go. We So before I show you guys, I just want to want you to take into account this isn't all of them. I've definitely deleted a lot of them, you know. <laughs> But here's just if you can
0: see this right here. Yeah, you could just scroll, just scroll through it. We don't have to read them, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that, don't respond that's some that
0: messages. Mm-hmm. Joey, explain yourself. Do you just support him? Is that you supporting him?
1: Yeah, it's a way like you know, I just, I just believe in him so much, man. And I hate when people hate on him. You know, he's, he's only 19 years old. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's. He's playing basketball, you know, averaging 30 points a game, you know. But Dude, it feels works.
0: like his son's about to turn 19 years old. Deuce <laughs> know, is growing up.
1: Deuce up next. Deuce Bronny, Who's first, Bronny, man. <laughs> Deuce first, Bronny.
0: Good Bronny is like 10 years older than Deuce, or like even <laughs> more than that, I think.
1: It's probably more. It's By the probably. way,
0: Bronny, some news coming out of high school basketball. Bronny projected to be a top 10 pick in the 2024 draft. Do you think that LeBron has pull on that, or do you think it's because Bronny's a good player?
1: Yes, it's definitely a pole, dude. I don't, I don't think is a bad player. Obviously, he'd cook me, you know. Right. But like, top ten. I think 10. Joey puts
0: up a fight in that one v one. I think Joey, I think Prime Joey can can really do some damage on on Brownie. I think. He like, could. Don't let me
1: hit a step back on this guy, man. I mean, <laughs> dude. Ugh. Social media doesn't want to see this one v one. I'm there telling was you. He's a
0: big right? guard, just like Brownie. Big guard.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah. So you don't think he's like that? I don't think he's top 10. Okay. NBA material? Maybe. We'll have to see. You know, listen, he's he's top 20
0: in his class right now. And what I will say is a lot of these kids that are ranked above him are are just big kids that Mm -hmm. at the next level that other size will catch up with them and they won't be near as good as they are right now. That's like there's like 10 centers that are ahead of him right now Mm -hmm. that are like that. There are some other players. Who aren't playing as at Sierra Canyon? Who's playing top tier talent every single day?
1: Yeah,
0: Bronny is on a really tough schedule, and he's averaging pretty good stats right now in his senior season. I think he'll go to Ohio State because I think that's where yeah. Bron would have went if he had to go to college, but he was too good to go to college because mm-hmm. he's my glorious king. So <laughs> he he ended up he ended up not going, and I think Bronny will go to Ohio State, and then I think. I don't. I think he'll be top twenty for sure. I think he will be top twenty. It really depends on how he performs in college as well. But if he keeps averaging the same stuff in college, which I think he has the ability to do, I think uh, I think he could really. By the way, LeBron play, or Bronny playing at away venues in college is going to be kind of crazy because the slander will be nuts. Yeah.
1: for Ronnie. Think about, dude. It's going to be a sellout like every game. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's just going to call him, like, LaNut or, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Offspring. Uh, um Dude, the thing is, like, have you been, like, watching the NBA, like, and following it a little bit? Yeah. Have you noticed how many guys are averaging 30 points a game? That's that is one thing because like
0: Braun was up there for a while. I don't know if he, he still is. is. He still is. And Shea Gildas Alexander's up there. Mm-hmm. I forget. There were some Hayden. other guys. KD Hayden, was up there whenever he was healthy. Yeah. Luca. This this never used to happen either. Like 25 mm-hmm. points a game was like upper echelon really good. And mm-hmm. now it's normal to have a player averaging thirty a game. It's it's pretty nuts. Yeah, I was
1: looking at the past years, you know, even like the most guys that average like thirty points a game in a year is like it's either three, two, or one. And guess how many we have this year? Seven, as of right now. All star break. Wow, that's nuts. I'm not saying that they'll keep it up, but like, I mean, Embiid's averaging thirty three a game right now. Yeah. And then, dude, in the M- the craziest thing about this, the guy that's number one in the MVP race right now is averaging like twenty four a game.
0: You know? I, yeah, I don't understand the – it's Jokic, right? Jokic is averaging more. Yeah. I don't understand the slurpage of Nikola Jokic. Obviously, what he's doing is great. Yeah. He's he's involving all of his teammates, and he kind of opens the floor for everybody else. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: Embiid, one of these years, has to get it. And I think this year is a year where he gets it because yeah. without Embiid, that team is nothing at all. That yeah. team is nothing.
1: I mean, they've they have Harden facilitating though. He's good, you know, still. No. Dude, I'm a hardened hater, but you have to respect it, dude. No, he's like, good.
0: Yeah, I mean he but like compared to 2018 Harden, who oh, is yeah. Ar- yeah. arguably one of the one of the best primes ever mm-hmm. of, of a of a basketball player is Harden in 2018. He did take a step down, but he's still a, a like a really uh
1: I, I don't know if I would call him a superstar. Would you call him a superstar? I would say he's a superstar just because I think he changes the game a little bit. He's not as ball dominant anymore, you know? Yeah. He used to, he used to just chuck up, like, every shot he took, you know? And mm-hmm. the Rockets were still, like, the five seed, like, or higher, like, every year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was a but special you... time, man. Yeah. Special time. Now he's, like, averaging – he's leading the league in, like, assists per game. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. So, uh, I think –
0: yeah, I mean, I think Harden's still a good player. I think Embiid should get the MVP. Uh, as of right now, I think it should be Embiid, but yeah. that's my opinion. Joey hates Embiid, but you have to respect what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I respect I respect that he's averaging thirty three a game. Is he the is he the one seed though? Yeah, no, he's not. You know, not who's who's sitting at the one seed right now? None, right. none other than the Boston Celtics, man. You know, Joey, Jason, Jason. Tatum. He's not getting MVP. Thirty me. points a game. He's stacking. Getting... He four assists. It's it's time. The time has come for Jason Tatum to rise to the top. Where is Jason Tatum in the MVP race right now? He's Where is currently, it? I believe, at number four or five, right behind Jokic, Giannis, and Embiid. Embiid. Okay. Yeah,
0: I think that's a great place for him. Mm-hmm. To, to be fair, yeah, the Celtics are really good, but. You have to count that Jalen Brown is there. Like, there's other dudes that are legit in Boston. You have to admit that.
1: I understand that. Like, we have guys <laughs> like Grant Williams as well. You know, yeah. he should get a lot more respect for what he's doing. You know, there. And uh, but like, if you're if you're comparing like right like next to each other, Bede versus Tatum. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take Tatum. I think he's a more skilled player. You know. Okay, now
0: Tatum. remove all the bias from your brain
1: right now, and then okay, I will make the I decision would. again. Okay, okay, and I'm still taking Tatum. Just <laughs> listen, just listen. He's playing with James Harden, dude. I don't okay. think, I, I don't think Jalen Brown, if he is better, he's not that much better than James Harden, bro. Yeah, you can't. Okay. Do that. Tyrese Maxey is better than Marcus Smart. I think Jalen
0: Brown is a lot better than than James Harden right now. I think he is. I I I like the way Jalen Brown plays so much. He's so athletic. He's he he can beat anybody off the dribble and he still has a nice jump shot as well. He's very entertaining to watch for me.
1: Agree. The only thing I could like critique on him is he just needs to work on his handles, bro. Like he'd be turning dude, he'd be losing the ball too much, you know. Sometimes, dude, the Celtics are a fun team to watch, but sometimes, dude, whenever they're like Tatum will have games where he'll shoot, like, one for nine for three, and then Brown will shoot, like, probably, like, two for ten for three. And it's just, like, just pass the rock, man, you know? Pass the rock. Like, Graham is open in the corner, man. You know he's going to sink that.
0: So, the next thing that I've got, and I think that was a good discussion on the MVP race, is Mm -hmm. Nate McMillan being fired from the Atlanta Hawks. Mm -hmm. Um, Reportedly had to do maybe with some friction with, with Trey Young. I want to hear what you think
1: about this. Does this make the Hawks a better team? Um, I mean, I don't think the Hawks are, like, contenders right now, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I don't think they just have that, like, star power to really do it. Of course, they have Trey Young, who's a good player, but, like, he talked too much, honestly, you know? <laughs> like, I – I think he's having an off year too, man. You know, the yeah. shooting splits aren't great. I mean, it doesn't help that DeJounte Murray came into that backcourt too, you know, and he's a good player, you know. But, yeah. I mean, also the decision of not moving John Collins once again, I mean, it's just crazy to you gotta me. you mean got to move know. John Collins. I think you could get some good
0: stuff for John Collins if you um, move him. But, you know, it's it's continuous. Like, Nate McMillan accounted for the – playoff run a few years back whenever the Hawks took down the Knicks and they ended up moving to like the second round of the playoffs. It was a pretty big thing. And, and so they wanted, he was the interim at the time and they, so they, they signed him to stay. Ever since then they have been underachieving and with the backcourt that they have right now, I don't see any reason that this team shouldn't be a top 15 top 12 team in the league right now.
1: I would um, say even higher
0: than that, maybe yeah, to be honest, too. For sure, yeah, they're just underperforming, and I think <laughs> mm-hmm. this may kind of get Trey Young going, which is what you need. Mm-hmm. This might get the team going. It might be a spark for whoever is coaching now, and I, I think I think this Hawks will end up as
1: a better team. I do. I yeah. Plus, better. they just they just acquired Sadiq Bay as well. You know, true. I mean, true. like, dude, that's under- three-team deal. Backup. Yeah, it was. Why? Where did Wiseman go? The Pistons, I believe. Wiseman's mm-hmm. with the Pistons now. And Edison then, uh, Bay is with the Hawks. And, and then, then the Warriors Warriors like... got a bunch of second-round picks. I believe, like yeah. five of them. It's like, why do you need? Why do you need second-round picks, bro? Yeah, I don't know. Weird. It is because, like, I was looking like at a, through a lot of the trades, and I noticed that a lot of the trades actually had a lot of second-round picks involved in them, mm-hmm. like. You're not going to get any talent out of the second round. That's going to. You know why that is? It's because Oklahoma City has all the first round picks. I mean, yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. All that's the true. next years, Oklahoma City has all the picks. And mm-hmm. listen, Shea Gildas Alexander is ridiculously underrated. And he continues mm-hmm. to, because he gets no coverage, because Oklahoma City never plays primetime. Mm-hmm. And dude just goes out there and balls. He's got Josh Giddy. He's got Lou Dort, I think is still on that team. Jalen Williams, all Jaylen, those. Yeah, guys. I mean, he's got no nobody. And yeah. he just goes out there and balls. And
1: he's a really good player, man. He's a really good player. Mm-hmm. Do I notice whenever uh LeBron was breaking the scoring record actually? Dude, Shea had a sneaky, like, I don't even dude, I wasn't even paying attention like that much to like the thunder scoring. Yeah, dude. By the time LeBron, like, beat the record, I'm pretty sure Shea already had, like, 30, bro. I was like. The the
0: Thunder did kind of ruin that night kind of by winning. It, it made it not as cool. But yeah. but still, it's a, it's obviously an all-time record, so it's really cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of people on Twitter who was like, you didn't even win, like, some fucking <laughs> dumbasses on Twitter. Like, yeah. you know, all the old heads, whatever. You think but, the Lakers are going to make the playoffs? I don't think they will, but i I think that they could they'll make a run. I think they'll be over five hundred in this last stretch, and I think they start tonight. I forget who they play, but mm-hmm. i I'm anxious because the I really like the new look of this Lakers team. We can actually play defense and shoot three pointers, which is what you need in this in this league and so we have the framework to make a run, but whether we'll do that or not, I don't know. I don't know yeah. that
1: who you guys got? Roy Hachimara, I believe, correct?
0: We got Hachimara. That was a little bit ago, but we got mm-hmm. Mo Bamba. We got uh, D'Angelo yeah. Russell, Jared Vanderbilt. Malik Beasley as well. Malik Beasley too. Yeah. And I think we got somebody else. I don't know, maybe a bench guy. But, yeah, I, I like this team way, way more because though, if you, like, go through all those guys, all those guys can play defense. And mm-hmm. a couple of those guys can shoot threes. Malik Beasley can shoot threes. Yeah. Uh, Elo can shoot threes. I think Vanderbilt can if if you really need him to, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's 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 a lineup we have now that can actually get up and down and is
1: not just like all the old old people in the league. I think that Van like Vanderbilt being in that trade was low key very underrated just because yeah, of yeah. his dude. His defense is so good, dude. You know he's not much of an offensive guy, but like dude, he's clamps, man.
0: He is. He has clamps, which is what we need, man, because we 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 let up way too much, way too many points. And so I think having those guys alongside veterans like LeBron and Anthony Davis, hopefully Anthony Davis can stay fucking healthy, god forbid. But if he doesn't, we've got dudes, you know, we've got dudes. So yeah, I think the Lakers have a shot at it for sure. I
1: think they got a shot. Yeah, dude, because A B. Like he's playing, he's been playing like good offensively, you know, while yeah. he's the back. But he, I don't, I feel like he hasn't really been as self defensively. Like he's not that deep boy kind of guy right now. Well, I think he's
0: scared because I think mm-hmm. if he makes any wrong steps, if he lands wrong at all, he's made of glass and the dude will just be out for yeah. a, another month or whatever. So I think he's treading lightly, to be honest. I think he is a little bit of a liability on defense, but I think his offense kind of makes up for it. So having him out there, I don't have an issue with. If it comes to something where, like, teams are just going at him and scoring Mm -hmm. every time, I think we have to take him out. But I'm fine with him being in there for now. Uh, Was there any other NBA stores you wanted to go over, Joey? Um,
1: Maybe a few more, like, little trades, maybe. You know, because there was – um like for example, Bones Highland, you know, getting Ooh. traded. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's low-key a nice pickup. He's a he's a he's a flashy guy. Yeah. Now where did he go? I think
0: the Clippers. Oh yeah, I think he did mm-hmm. go to the Clippers. And he was like he was dissing um he was dissing Jamal Murray, I think. I think I saw like an interview of him and he was like yeah, we had like uh it, it was nice playing with those guys and we we had a great player in Jokic and he was like kind of avoiding Jamal Murray. <laughs> I think there's like some sort of beef there, so that's pretty funny. Yeah.
1: I mean Jamal Murray hasn't played much in the past like few years. So he I mean. hasn't
0: been that guy since the bubble. And we all know why <laughs> he was that guy in the bubble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good point, Joey. That's a that's a nice trade. Now now with the Mavericks, do you think the Mavericks are gonna be good now?
1: Oh, yeah, with Kyrie. Yeah. Forgot about that one a little bit.
0: I'm anxious um, about this, this team because I don't know yeah. how those two guys will match up. I saw a clip of them just, like, dribbling, and then once they got doubled, passing to the other guy, and then the other guy yeah. dealt, got doubled, and then they pass it back. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way to do it.
1: Yeah, dude. I think if they could have kept Dorian Finney-Smith, you know, like, in that – like, on that team – it would have yeah. been a lot easier for them just because he's a he's a good role player, you know. And but dude, they don't have many like role players right now. And like no. that's kind of what they need to find. Cause dude, Luca and Kyrie might be the best backcourt in the NBA right now. Oh, I think they are I, easily. I think they are easily. I don't think it's close. No, it's not. You know? It's not, it's not then, the best in the league. I mean, we could be looking at a situation where it's like Kyrie and LeBron type thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That could be pretty crazy. Yeah, because if you think about that team, once they get role players, because the Cavs had those role players like Kevin Love. You know, Kevin Love was still pretty good. A.R. Smith, when he wasn't selling the entire game,
0: he was a really good role player. Mm -hmm. Um, Iman Schumpert was a really great role player. Mm -hmm. Tristan Thompson Thompson was an underrated role player. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I I agree with that take. That's a great take. Um, Other trades other than that, Joey's super into the NBA, so ha- having his insight on this is nice. Um, is there any others that you can think of? I'm trying to think.
1: Not any big trades, really, that I can think of that are worth mentioning, anyways. But that's true. Yeah, there's. We could always talk about uh, the rookies right now.
0: Okay, who so you got? Yeah. A rookie of the year, and then we can we can
1: wrap it up after that. I mean, I think the best two rookies so far. Have been Paolo Boncaro and uh, Benedict Matherin.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Yeah,
0: and I I (laughs) like Boncaro. I think Boncaro will get it, but I Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I've watched Matherin play a little bit and Boncaro a little bit more than him. Yeah, Caro is—he looks like a seasoned guy already. He looks Mm -hmm. like he really hasn't missed a beat, and so yeah, I, I think Boncaro will get it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. Like I feel like the rookies, like besides those two, haven't been very impressive to say the least. You know? Um, I mean, Chet Holmgren is out, you know, Jamari Jabari Smith Jr. is looking like a bust at this point, you know.
0: Well, he's in a really tough situation. Really tough situation. I think I think once this Rocket team gets dispersed, I think all of these young guards will be stars somewhere because I think they have mm-hmm. a lot of talent in Houston, but they have no idea what the fuck to do with it because Houston mm-hmm. is such a bad run organization. You saw it with James Harden, the way they were running the team. It was a horrible way to do it, but they were they ended up doing okay. Cause James Harden was that good. But yeah, I think, you know, I think Jalen green is really good. Um, I think Josh Christopher is really good. I think uh, what's his name that used to be on the Cavs and now he's on the Rockets. Uh,
1: Porter jr. Yeah. Yeah. Or not um, or just Kevin Porter.
0: Kevin Porter. I think Kevin Porter's pretty underrated. I think he needs to get more efficient, but I think that he's also a good player. Um, and then obviously, um, oh, who's their uh who's their big guy that they got? Sangoon. He's
1: good.
0: He's a good player. Mm -hmm. Um, by the way, we didn't mention on the Mavs that they have uh, who's the big guy that oh, was Christian Wood Christian yeah. Wood man. Christian Wood who I think is really good I think Christian Wood's nice this,
1: this, this could be a LeBron Kyrie moment right here yeah. man with Luca you know could be. I it mean could be. that's if they got a center you know I
0: mean by the way don't sleep on the Nets the Nets are I think they're a pretty high seed right now and they yeah. right now they're playing really good basketball because they're a team yeah. they're a team man
1: they're giving me that uh Brooklyn Nets vibe with uh, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. I'm saying back in the day. I don't think
0: 2020 Nets or something like
1: 2019, maybe 2019, maybe before COVID. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that team will go anywhere to be honest, but like they're going to be fun to watch. I mean, Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges, like both of those two guys, I mean, they're, they're just balling right now,
0: you know. Like- they're balling, man. And and they're not playing ISO ball. All those guys are athletic young. Mm-hmm. They can get out and run and they they're a fun team to watch. I'm telling you, I'm gonna enjoy watching them in the playoffs kind of get after it because yeah. I think they have the ability to do some damage. They have a lot of young mm-hmm. young guys who haven't really even like lost in the playoffs before, so they don't know anything. They're just gonna go out and beat everybody. And I think yeah. I think I'm gonna
1: really enjoy watching the Nets. I do Yeah, especially Claxton too. He's Claxton's a really he might lead the league in blocks right now, but uh, he. uh, I remember watching the Celtics series last year, and he's really taken a step up this year. You know, because dude, he was shooting like we'd follow him on purpose every single time, and he just miss, 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 miss. I enjoy when players do that.
0: Whenever they they obviously have an issue like free throw shooting is one of the easiest ones to fix. Yeah. And so he, you just get in the lab and you start working on it. And I think that because that makes you know good players great players is when they're able to kind of do away with those. But yeah, so your rookie of the year is Bon Carroll. I completely agree with that. And then um, I need your I need your you to pick your NBA Finals winner this year, Joey.
1: NBA Finals winner this year. Yes. Oh, I'll give you the series, too. Okay. If both teams stay healthy, I have... Uh, I'm going to start off with the West here. Okay. I have the Clippers, okay? I think they have... an uh, Dude, with Bones Highland now, it, West, Russell Westbrook, man. They're dirty. The three other good players they already have. And they, they got rid good. of the
0: cancer that John Wall is. Yeah, dude. Like,
1: what... Are, Who's going to stop them right now, dude? Yeah, I don't okay. know, man. Injuries that's going to be it, that's you know? all. Be it. And then, and then in the east, you know, the Boston Celtics. I think, I think honestly, they have one of the most complete teams in the NBA, you know, as far as bench wise goes as well. Because, like, we have guys coming off the bench, like Malcolm Brogdon, that would be a starter on like so many teams, you know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: NBA. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. So I have a dark horse in this and I'll, I'll do both of them. Like you, my dark horse is the nets. Like I just said, Okay, my dark horse, all four of these teams in the East, I think have a chance, but I I think the Eastern conference depends entirely on Chris Middleton's health. I think if Chris Middleton is healthy, the bucks are really a force to be reckoned with. And we couldn't be seeing a repeat of 2021, Mm -hmm. but if Chris Middleton isn't healthy I'll probably take your Celtics but for now I'll take the Bucks I'll take the Bucks in the east um in the west it's it's a little bit more interesting cuz the Nuggets are you know the top seed right now yeah. I I I think I'm going to pick the Suns the Suns the 5 seed the mm-hmm. Suns are are too, way too dynamic right now Yeah um and and my winner is going to be I'm going to say it's going to be the Phoenix Suns because if the Suns play the if the Suns play the Bucks in the finals, okay, the Bucks will have no answer for three separate yeah. scores on mm-hmm. that team. Granted, they have great defenders, but I, I think the Suns will be too much for them. I think the Suns will be too much for any of these teams when Kevin Durant comes back. And they, I think yeah. you might see them even move up the standings past the Clippers. I don't know if they'll get past the past the Kings. By the way, Kings having a great season, great season. Yeah, dude.
1: Oh my, like, what are they? The two or the three right now?
0: Three right now, behind yeah. the Grizzlies.
1: Oh my god, Great for the Kings. Big step up. Dude, they have close to no talent besides Fox and Silas, man?
0: They said fuck tanking. By the way, Buddy Heald. I think Buddy Heald's still on the team, right? No, he's, on, he's on. the Pacers. Oh, he is on the Pacers. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Casual. Um. All right, man. I think we. I think we got through a lot here. I think we got through a lot, man. I'm
1: good. Joey. Joey. Any last words for the for the faithful? You know, uh, just a shout out to my boys out here at ECC. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be balling soon. You know, yes, sir. I mean, don't sleep on us. You know. All right, I got you. Sounds good. Um, Celtics and four.
0: Celtics and four. All right. Uh, that was Sports Society. We are gonna see you later.